okay. Okay, we back at it. Happy Halloween. Ooh. I'm super spooky. It's a super spooky Halloween. You know, if there's anything I'm actually super spooked about on this Halloween, it's the Snapchat I just got from Alex. And I know all y'all got that Snapchat. Um, that That's some NSFW content right there. You're not allowed to have a skeleton costume that has an extra bone on it. I'm just going to leave it at that right there. But that that is not, that ain't cool, brother. I am not about that life. I am not about that life. You know what else I'm not about? Alex's fantasy team. That's his fantasy team. And uh, that's a combo. We like to call, we'd like to call that the combo. That's like you go to Popeye's and you grab yourself a chicken sandwich combo. Fantasy team, Halloween costume, both bad for Alex. I'll get into that. That's coming up, baby. All right, let's go. Today, I'm going to talk about the week seven recap and week eight preview. Guys, I appreciate you coming in and listening to the show. Uh, you know, I'm happy to add segments or, or different things into the show that might make it more fun. Um, I really want to work on adding some some drops so I can make these transitions a little bit smoother instead of the uh, the nice uh, razor sharp rocks um, that we that we go through every week on my transitions. But I'm seriously open for suggestions on segments. Just hit me up. Uh, I'd, I'd love to, to chat about it. Text me later tonight or something. Um, all right, let's get into it. News this week, no COVID news so far. Now, there have been some positive COVID tests. I would keep your eyes open all night long if you can and into the morning. I'm going to be on it tomorrow morning. I know what I, I know. what's going on. Um, I'm going to be watching it really close. So uh, um, just you know, keep an eye on it. Try not to, you know, you need to be on top of it and I will be on top of it. And if we communicate well, then we'll be all set for tomorrow morning. Um, given some linemen or, or some crazy stuff happening, but it looks like we should be good to go. Let's talk about the power rankings. You know, last week I didn't do power rankings because I didn't do a write-up this week. Hopefully you guys have the write-up in front of you as I'm talking about this. Uh, power rankings. Tyler, number one. Dude's been number one for weeks. I'm not even keeping track of that, but he's still number one. Scott has been flying up the power rankings chart. He's plus three in the past two weeks. I myself moved up a spot. I'm at number three and Matt moved up four spots to number four. And the reason why Matt is number four, the dude literally set the high score for points for two weeks in a row. I had to shell out $10 one week, $10 the next week. One week he got Chipotle. The next week he got a nice pack of Bud Light Platinum Seltzers. A little spoiler alert. We're going to have a little, uh, little hot take live review. Coming later. Uh, that was a little teaser. We call that a teaser. Colt is moving down in the power rankings. Colt is down two spots from his number three down to number five. Now here's the big one because he's going to bitch about it. Ooh, excuse me for the language. That was not good. Um, Alex moved down four spots to number six. We have Alex down from number two all the way to number six in the last two weeks. He's looking really rough, and I'll talk a little bit about why he's looking rough later in the recap and the preview. Jack moved down a spot to number seven. He's now out of the playoffs uh, in my power rankings. Evan moved up a spot, got some players back like Devontae Adams. Brandon moved down two spots. That's mostly due to activity. I really don't think there's any way Brandon wins with his level of activity. Um, and Caleb is number 10 on the power rankings. And the reason why, Caleb, you're number 10 
you have scored 836 points total on the season. Uh, the, the next lowest total points on the season is Evan at 933. So you're down almost an entire hundred points on the season compared to the next lowest. So that's why you're, you're last place. I mean, that's like pretty, that's pretty freaking easy to, to stat out. That's not, that wasn't even hard for me. All right. Week five recap, everybody. Let's recap the matchup of the week from last week. Hopefully you guys listened to the podcast from last week. Um, and if you're listening to this, you probably listened last week. Uh, Cause that's where I talked a little bit about the, the matchups. Last week, Tyler was taken on Coulter in the matchup of the week. And this was matchup of the week because Colt was four and two. Tyler was obviously five and one. That's kind of a pivotal game. Uh, if Colt wanted to make any form of a push to try and get that, uh, get that number one overall seed, um, maybe cop a bye week going into the playoffs. And, you know, there's a hundred dollars for the best record at the end of the regular season. So it's a, it was a really important matchup and Tyler took it as such and freaking a shredded Coulter. Ty put up 167 points. Colt put up 112. Nice 50 point difference. 50. Oh, it might be 50. It is 55. 55 point difference. Ty took out Colt by right there in this matchup. Big, big performers on Ty's side. We got these studs, Alvin Kamara and DeAndre Hopkins. I'm sure you guys know those names. You probably know those names. Kamara with eight catches for 65 yards through the air. That's like a solid wide receiver. I would start that. And then you tack on the 83 yards he put on the ground. That's a nice, solid week from Kamara. Uh, Hopkins in that monster Sunday night game with 10 catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Nice to get the 100-yard bonus there for Tyler. Um, Hunter Henry seems a little bit rough. Just, I don't know if the herbs, Justin Herbert, like Sherbert without the sh, uh, might not be targeting Hunter Henry, but he is targeting Keenan Allen. So Ty's got the double stack there and, and Keenan Allen put up 10 catches for 125 yards. Um, on Colts side, Mike Davis was disappointing against new Orleans, only eight fantasy points. Um, DK Metcalf, DK met awful DK decaf instead of caffeine. Um, against Arizona in that crazy game where they put up a mass, they put up 70 points pretty much combined. No. Yeah. Yes. No. Math. 71 points combined. DK Metcalf didn't get any of those points because of the massive Tyler Lockett game. I'll cover that later. That's why Matt is climbing the, climbing the charts. Remember I, I, I shaded Colt for starting Tim Patrick, Keelan Colt and Philip Lindsay. Well, there were, there's a reason for some shade there. You know, this is Seattle level shade. This is like impenetrable cloud level of shade. Tim Patrick, you don't want to start him. Philip Lindsay, you don't. Want, I mean, these are backups, dude. I, don't start these guys. That's not. That's just kind of a bad choice. That's that's a pretty bad choice. And Jonu put up a real dud. Only uh, one catch on four targets. One point. Um, Colt would have been just smoked if it wasn't for him starting the Chiefs defense against the Broncos, who were trash. I didn't get to watch the games, but. Apparently the Broncos were just awful and the Chiefs put up a mass amount of points. Otherwise, Colt would be sub 100 on the week. Uh, and that's why Colt is just plummeting down the power rankings. Next matchup, we got Matt taking on Brandon. Remember, this one was tough for me to choose. I did end up, well, for the first matchup, let's go back a little bit. First matchup, I picked Ty. I got that one correct. 1-0, baby. Let's go. I picked Matt in this one, and Matt did win as well. Matt put up 180 on the back of a nice 58 points from Tyler Lockett. That probably should sound like a lot in your ears right now. Hopefully, Dave, Bob, 
Sandy. No, I'm just kidding. Hopefully, Scotty, Alex, you're driving around. You're like, oh my gosh, Tyler Lockett, he put up 58 points. Are you freaking kidding me? 15 catches, 200 yards, three touchdowns. He got the nice 200-yard bonus. That's an insane game. That's freaking insanity. Matt's got some good good starts. OBJ going down on IR, I don't even think hurts Matt that much. He's got a couple of good players. He just needs to find a couple more studs off of the waiver wire, and I think Matt will be, be solid going forward. Um, the one player I'm worried about from Matt is Drew Brees. I just don't want – I mean, Drew Brees had 30 points this week, but Drew Brees is scary with his dink and dunkedness. I, he's been okay so far this season, but um, I just – I would try and avoid playing Drew Brees. Uh, on the season so far, he's the QB 20. That You heard that, right? That's the 20th overall quarterback in terms of points put up per game. Um, that's PPG, so points per game. Um, I don't, you know, Drew Brees just isn't exciting. He's not an exciting play. He's not going to win you a week. He might not bust you with 10, but there's a lot of quarterbacks that aren't going to just full on bust. And, and I don't think Drew Brees is the greatest play. And I'll talk a little bit about him later as my only chance to win this upcoming week. Next matchup, Evan taking on, oh wait, hold on. I did not talk about Brandon's side. Oh my goodness. Brandon keeps starting two running backs from the same team, Singletary and Zach Moss. I know it's you're deja vuing right now in your head, in your little head ski. You're in full deja vu mode. Can't do this, Brandon. Cannot do it. Devin Singletary and Zach Moss combined for 16 points. Yeah, divide that by two however you want. Even if one of them put up 16 and one of them put up zero, it's still like not that great. Um, one put up six, one put up 10. This That's a terrible decision. And it's literally costing you weeks and it might cost you a season if you continue to do this, Brandon. Um, so just please, please stop. Even with AJ Brown's six catches, 153 yards and a touchdown, Brandon still couldn't compete with, with Matt's big week. And Brandon is now two and five uh, and looking like a long shot for playoff odds. But Brandon, don't hear what I'm not saying here. You got great odds at winning, just winning last place and having to ship the trophy to the winner. But hey, you know, everybody everybody succeeds at something. Orange slices. Next matchup up, Evan taking on Alex. Evan put up 164. Alex put up 102. That's a 62-point win for Evan. This is why Alex is on the major downswing. That's two weeks in a row of absolute duds, people. Just absolute duds. Last week, Alex put up 86. This week, 102. That's not good. Matt put up that amount of points in one week. And really, if you want to get right down to it, right down to the brass tacks here, this is kind of on the back of Josh Allen a little bit. You know, Alex was riding highs from uh, from Dak Prescott, but since he got injured, he's had to play Josh Allen, and Josh Allen has not been that great. Um, and if Alex is needing 50 points from his quarterback every week in order to win, I'm sorry, Alex, you're not going to get it. Now, keep in mind, Zeke had a real dud. The upside is limited for Zeke because the offense can't do it. He's still going to get tons of carries and work, but the offense is limited in, in Dallas. Zeke is kind of a rough, rough go. I don't, man, if I could trade Zeke the name away. Um, so if he's trying to do this and you're listening to this and he's trying to show you Zeke, be a little bit careful because Zeke, in my opinion, is on par with like Clyde Edwards of Lair, even with Lev Bell there. Um, what are a couple other good running backs that Zeke is like, you know, cause at some point you got to think rest of season, um, maybe like a Todd Gurley. I think that's pretty interesting for Zeke. 
Um, I would think like Melvin Gordon, that's pretty interesting for Zeke. Ronald Jones, those are the types of players that I think Zeke really aligns well with for the rest of season, which is scary. Um, and I think that really hurts Alex's chances in this league. Um, in addition, Chris Godwin played literally one week for him and got re-injured, which is just sad because um, Godwin's a great play. It'll be interesting in Tampa Bay now with Antonio Brown because Tom Brady is good enough to where he doesn't have to feel obligated to pass it to the star wide receivers. He can pass it to anybody. Gronk, A.B., Godwin, Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, Potty Miller, also known as Potty Miller. Um, he can pass it to anybody. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in Tampa. Darius Slayton, bad start from Alex. That was, I mean, that's just kind of an upside, high upside play, but not going to go that well. Um, and he also started Daryl Henderson, who I think is an okay start week to week, but like he's just not getting like 50% snaps, only like 10, 15 carries. He seems like the best player in LA, but I don't think he's going to be that great. He might be good this week, though, coming up against the Miami Dolphins. Next matchup, we're going to talk a little bit about Scott taking on Caleb. Scott put up 163 points. Caleb put up 77 points. There's a reason why you're last place on the power rankings, Caleb, and this would be the reason why. Um, he kind of needed everything to go right, Caleb did. Now, keep in mind, he put up 77 points, and that included 20 from Jamal Williams, which was kind of a lucky start because Aaron Jones was a late inactive, if you remember that Sunday. So this that's just brutal. I'm going to stop talking about Caleb because I think it's kind of, I don't know. I hope I hope he can find ways to score points in the future, but the you know maybe he just didn't do that good of a job of evolving around the Michael Thomas injury, which is really unfortunate for Caleb, and I do feel really bad. But um, he didn't do a good enough job supporting his team to survive through that injury. Uh, you know, sometimes you have to fight through the, the adversity in order to win some games and find ways to win just one week so that you can try and eke your way into playoffs. But I don't think it's going to happen. Other side, Scott, massive game from James Robinson. Remember the James Robinson I traded away? Yeah, I would suggest trading me. Do it, people. Freaking do it. James Robinson going off. DJ Moore did great for Evan that one week. Um, let's see. Who else we got that's been going going freaking bananas? Um, I bet Robert Woods is about to go ballistic after I just traded him away for Deontay Johnson this week. It's just kind of what happens. So I would suggest uh, sending me some trade offers. Across the board, Scott was really solid this week uh, to put up 163. It was really Matt Ryan that kind of hindered Scott. He only put up 25, which is fine. But imagine a 40-point game. Scott's looking at maybe competing for the $10 on the week. That's how good the rest of his team did. Boyd with a 30-point tw- game, Tyler Boyd had. James Robinson, 30-point game. Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski is kind of back, it seems like, with a 17-point game. Um I think Scotty's upside is limited if he keeps starting like Ronald Jones and Mike Evans and Gronkowski from the same team. I don't think that's a smart decision. So hopefully Scott can find a trade in the near future to shell out some of those players because you don't want to have too many players from the same team. All right, last matchup. Um, It was a really high scoring week because I put up 154 points. Jack put up 100. And it's the last matchup I'm talking about, which means it's the lowest scoring matchup. I scored the least amount of points out of any winner this week at 154. So this was a pretty boom, boomer week. Um, Kyler Murray, man. Kyler Murray is not getting enough credit, maybe because of the, the play on the field hasn't been that great. 
but he should be getting a lot of credit in the fantasy community. Kyler Murray is the quarterback numero two, just behind Russell Wilson in points per game. And he's not even behind Russell Wilson that much in points per game. It's been kind of incredible for Kyler. Um, and and I think that'll continue. Um, it'll suck this week because Kyler's out. Now, the big news, Kenyon Drake, pretty much on injured reserve. Um, definitely messed up the high ankle, I'm pretty sure is what it was. A nice high ankle sprain, which was what McCaffrey is dealing with. And he's been out for a while. Um, so it, it could be pretty interesting for Kenyon Drake. Uh, there's a reason why I spent $90 on, on Chase Edmonds because he's like the player coming up. Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin. These players are so talented and because Dallas is just awful, Gibson and McLaurin really scored enough points to make it so that I won this week and got me to the four and three record. This was a big week because I went to four and three and Jack fell to three and four. Um, and this was even with Gio Bernard, who, if you listened to the podcast last week, I talked about it. Gio Bernard was a great start because Joe Mixon is hurt. Um, that's a great pickup by Jack. I don't know what Brandon is doing, not picking him up, but that's a total mistake um, and a great, great start by Jack. Chase Claypool has fallen from the sky and is now back to what he should be, which is probably like a one to two catch guy, maybe scores a deep touchdown and puts up a ton of points. But if he doesn't, you're going to be really scared. You're going to be really scared of Chase Claypool. Lev Bell, I didn't think Lev Bell was a great uh, play this week against Denver. Um, I think, you know, there were some iffy plays for Jack across the board this week. And and I think that kind of cost him. I think Amari Cooper is a name to listen to in the future because that's really scary. Uh, hopefully I remember to talk about him in the upcoming matchup, but Amari is scary, 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 scary um, with the, you know, third string quarterback. Uh, I picked myself in this one and got this right. Literally, I just went 5-0, and oh, people. I did not miss a single pick this week. So if you think that I might be like making crap up or like, I don't know, not doing a good job. I mean, I think I know generally who's going to win um, at a pretty good rate. All time, 61%. So that's, pre- that's pretty solid. Um, and, and like I said, I was 5-0 and this week. Pretty legit. All right. Week 8 preview. Matchup of the week. <laughs> My weekly self-made mouth drop. Mouth drop. Week eight, I at four and three am taking on Matt at four and three. This is a four and three battle. There's a bu- there's a two four and three matchups this week that matter a ton. People remember four and three. If you looked at the standings, that's tied for second place right now. Second place gets a bye in the playoffs. That that automatically gives you a one in four shot at winning big money and a trophy. One out of four. So it's going to be a grind to get that second place. I think Ty, um, just, you know, he's definitely not a lock by any stretch, but given injury status and and some other things, uh, maybe some, you know, by the odds, Ty's kind of locked into a one or a two seed. Um, as we're now, you know, almost halfway through the, the season, but way more than halfway through the fan, the, the regular fantasy season. Um, Ty's looking kind of like a lock as long as he just keeps playing smart players, you know, he's looking good. Um, so Matt and I going at it four and three against four and three, pretty legit. Uh, this unfortunately for me and fortunately for Matt is my bye week Remember a couple of weeks ago, Matt got to play Tyler on his bye week And by that, I mean, literally our entire roster is on by guys. My entire bench are, is players on by. Kyler Murray, Chase Edmonds, Antonio Gibson, DJ Chark, Terry McLaurin. That's my team, and they're all on by. 
keep in mind, I did have Ridley, who was going to be like my shining star, who got hurt in the game. Now, it sounds like x-rays were negative for Ridley, which is just, just a sigh of relief for everyone, really. We want players to play. Um, unfortunately, in the game, because Ridley was out, it kind of led to uh, a Julio Jones stacking that maybe wouldn't have happened if Ridley was playing. Julio put up seven catches for 137 yards, and Julio is on Matt's team. So I kind of got double hurt in this situation, um, which is just a little bit unfortunate. So with the bye weeks, like I talked about, I am being forced to start either Jermichael Hasty for the 49ers or Tevin Coleman for the 49ers. I am going to, and I'm going to, if you listen to this, you're at an advantage. I am going to start one of these guys minimum. Likely tomorrow morning, I'm going to drop one of these guys and pick up somebody off the waiver wires to throw into my flex. This is a moment for you guys to potentially block me. If you think you got a good find on the waiver wire, go out and go out and give it a shot. Try and block me because I need a player to start. I legitimately need a guy to start. Um, and and yeah, so like try try and block me. I love Tannehill this week. Hopefully the game doesn't get too windy, but Tannehill against Cincinnati is a great uh, pickup and plug instead of instead of starting um, Kyler Murray. Uh, unfortunately, but, and luckily, hopefully there's some Tannehill to Derrick Henry action because Derrick Henry on Matt's team has been going bananas. Let's just hope that Derrick Henry, uh, like Tannehill can kind of pace with Derrick Henry and that, that limits Derrick Henry on Matt's side. In addition on Matt's side, you know, Tyler Lockett, oh my goodness, please don't put up 55. I will lose. Fulgham, Travis Fulgham, kind of a sleeper pickup. I should have picked him up. I don't know what I was thinking. I thought he was going to be a dud. The dude's been really solid, and I think that's a great flex this week. I'm really scared to play against Travis Fulgham. I would kill to have Travis Fulgham on my team so I could flex him, um, but I don't. I really don't. And Matt picked up Henry Ruggs. I'm a little bit mad. That probably would have been one of the players I would have picked up just to start, just for this week, just in case he catches a 50-yard bomb um, on my bye week team, right? Like, I don't want to start a bunch of terrible players, so maybe the way I win this matchup is, is with a bomb. I like Matt to win this, and I think Matt's going to win pretty comfortably, but I'm going to have fun watching. And I will also have some DFS lineups so I can have fun watching something else too because I think Matt's going to win. Next matchup, Colt taking on Scott. Um, Scott has had a couple of players play on Thursday night. He had Gurley put 10 points up and Matt Ryan put up 20. Hopefully that rings some bells in your head saying, "Uh uh-oh, because it should. Scott was an easy favorite in this matchup, but with those two duds, it's looking a little bit closer. I do still like Scott to win this matchup. Dalvin Cook should go off. Hopefully Ronald Jones gets the carries. I think Tyreek Hill should smash the Jets. Um, And with Chris Godwin now, I think Mike Evans is an okay play. Uh, I like Tyler Boyd against Tennessee, and I actually really like Gronk this week. So I like Scott to win still. One of the main reasons I like Scott to win is Colts flexes. I think I've talked about the flex before. Um, Colt is going to lose this league through his flex. That's a, that's a 100% going to happen because you can't start Philip Lindsay and he's flexing a tight end, Noah Fant. That's just not a great decision from Colt. And Mike Davis put up eight points on Thursday night football. So I don't think Colt's going to win this week. I'm taking Scott. Next matchup, Evan taking on Caleb. This is a two and five battle of the two and fives loser of this. Pretty much out of the playoffs. It's it's pretty it's odds on. Like you're not really going to make the playoffs if you lose this matchup. And I like 
I really like Caleb in this matchup, which is sad for Evan. I think Evan has the better team, but this week I think Caleb has the better matchup. Now, if Adams puts up big points, there's we got chances. Like you always have a chance if Adams puts up big points. Um, but unfortunately, and and this is pending actually. Caleb subbing out Michael Thomas and putting in um, whether it be AJ Green or Mike Williams, one of those two guys. If Caleb does that, I like Caleb. Otherwise, I like Evan. So that's a disclaimer. Keep that in mind because he does have Michael Thomas in his lineup right now. Um, but I do like T. Higgins this week. I always like Kittle. Um, and I I don't really like C.D. Lamb that much, but I like Jamal Williams. And I think Mahomes could shred the Jets. So I'm going to pick Caleb in this one. But I think this one could be close. And, yeah, this one's a really tough one for me. Um, Evan, if you're listening, you should consider starting Brandon Ayuk over Juju Smith-Schuster because Juju plays the Ravens, and I don't really like that matchup. And I love Brandon Ayuk this week. Love him. I'll probably have him in DFS. So I would suggest making that pivot if I were you, you Evan. Or you, if you want to play Juju and you like him, Devontae Parker has Tua at quarterback this week. Keep that in mind. So there might be a situation here where you do not want um, Devontae Parker in your lineup. And, and, you know, maybe you need to do something, do something about that. Um, I would also consider dropping the Ravens and picking up a different flex to start this week. If you like someone, someone else dropping the Ravens D or dropping Eagles D, you know, one of the two, I just wouldn't roster two defenses. Next matchup, Alex taking on Brandon. Brandon is two and five. Alex is four and three people. This is a big one. I'm taking Brandon. Alex is on the downward slide of the century. Chris Godwin going out. He's rostering Zach Ertz. <laughs> That's freaking hilarious, man. All right. Zach, he's rostering Zach Ertz, who, great job by Evan, dropped that landmine on the waivers and just let it explode Alex's bench. Um, and he's also rostering Eckler, which you kind of have to. But because of our small benches, you can't do it. You can't, you can't keep doing what Alex is doing here, rostering Zach Ertz. Terrible move. Um, now, there's a chance if Alex listens to this and doesn't get too litty tonight, because it's Halloween. Also, everybody, please be safe. I know it's Halloween, but please be safe. Um, if he throws Allen Robinson in, because Allen Robinson was actually listed as doubtful, but now he's active and he's going to play, I would play Allen Robinson. If he does that instead of like Slayton, I think is what I would do. I would play him instead of Slayton. Um, then there's a chance. Alex has a chance. But uh, I, I like Brandon, even despite the Robbie Anderson nine-point week. And Robbie Anderson has been solid. He hasn't put up less than... 11 all year and he put up nine this week um but i still like brandon because of aj brown and because of josh jacobs josh jacobs remember i still don't think is that still true let's take a look everybody oh my gosh josh jacobs hasn't scored a touchdown in a game they've lost all year and i'd like the raiders to win this game and so facto josh jacobs touchdown this week and has a good game i like brandon to win this one um and oh and tom brady oh my goodness tom brady's been going hammer and josh allen has to play new england i would be pivoting off of josh allen and tom brady's an amazing start for brandon so i actually like brandon despite his um like he's starting devin singletary that is terrible that is the epitome of terrible even one of them is terrible both of them are terrible it's all terrible don't do it but i guess he's gonna i don't know Last matchup I'm going to talk about, Tyler, 6-1, and one, taking on Jack at 3-4. and four. Jack kind of needs a win, and it's sad because he's definitely not going to get it this week. Um, you know, poor Jack. That's a little bit sad. Mo- or, uh, Raheem Mostert's still on IR. Aaron Jones is now out. 
Um, Jack picked up Antonio Brown, which, you know, that's a good speculative ad, but not on Jack's team with the amount of injuries that he has. Picking up Antonio Brown was not a good move just because of the fact that he has um, Debo out, Aaron Jones out, Raheem Mostert on IR, and we don't have IR spots. That was kind of a poor decision, um, picking up Antonio Brown. Jack is starting T.Y. Hilton. I think T.Y. Hilton is, let alone, like, you shouldn't start him. You should drop him. You should be dropping T.Y. Hilton. Let me read you T.Y. Hilton's stats. I did this before, but I'm going to keep reading them every week. Jack starts him because he's awful. Nine points, five points, eight points, five points, 12 points, two points. That's the wide receiver, 81. 81. Do you get, or did you guys hear that? I mean, like, why is he playing him? I would pick up anybody over T.Y. Hilton, and I would do it gladly. But let, let me give you the names of some players that have more fantasy points on the season than T.Y. Hilton. This is a fun game. This is a really fun game. All right, we got Danny Amendola. Okay. Cedric Wilson. We got, oh, Paris Campbell has more points per game. This is points per game. Keep that in mind. Um, we got Golden Tate, Kendrick Bourne, Jalen Rigger, who is hurt. Um, yeah, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, James Washington, Zach Pascal, Josh Reynolds, um, David Moore, Jerry Judy, Hunter Renfro, Marcus Johnson, Jalen Guyton, Traycon Smith, Russell Gage, Greg Ward, Preston Williams, LaVisca Chenault, Scotty Miller, Adam Humphreys, Randall. I mean, I I probably annoyed you there, but how are you starting to I Hilton? Terrible start. Literally terrible. Tyler's going to smash this week and go seven and one. Jack's going to go three and five and is going to be on the outside looking in, trying to, to make it into the playoffs. Booyah. That's it, everybody. That's the life. Another day in the life. Um, thank you so much for listening. Now for the part I, I spoiled a little bit earlier, a little early year ski. You're going to get a live review of my first ever Bud Light Platinum Seltzer. Um, citrus flavored. I heard blood orange is vomitous, but I, I'm curious what citrus is like. So let's get, let's give it a little tester. Oh, oh, when it cracks open. Oh, damn, damn, damn. All right, let's give this a shot. <laughs> oh man. They were not lying about the 8%. That, that is not a lie. As statistical, factual information. Oh my goodness. Not bad though. Not bad. Probably not. You know, it's made for the night and it's, it's only 517 here in, in the Bay area. So Santa Clara Valley, it's, it's not night. So it's not made for right now. Let me just put it that way, but not bad overall, not bad overall. All right. I hope you guys have a safe, safe, safe Halloween. Um, try and enjoy yourself. Go out, have a little fun, um, try and not only be safe with other reasons, but also safe with COVID as, as it can affect other people. Maybe it doesn't affect you, but it can affect others. Um, so try and try and be as safe as you possibly can. All right. I love you guys. Peace out. Good luck this week.